Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We're pleased to be joined, as we are every Thursday. It's not a game day, so he's doing the interview live. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Hello, Louis. How are you doing? I'm doing well today, Bob. How are you? Good. You're doing well, but uh, Jake's Bruins are down 4-2. Sid, the kid's going pretty good for <laughs> Pittsburgh tonight, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, it's amazing the longevity that he's had, and uh, I know they discussed it on the panel. Um, Justin Bourne and Luke Gazdick about how long he can continue to play the way he's played but with the way he takes care of himself and manages the game the way he is always in top-notch shape and the way he thinks the game I think it could be for a long time but yeah he's been a handful early on in that one versus the Bruins well Boston's had I mean they had such a great start to the year Louie they're 5-2-3 and three in their last 10 which isn't bad that's still a 650 winning percentage 11 2 and 3 at home 12 5 and 3 on the road we'll get to the Oilers in the sec i mean Edmonton would love to be 23 7 and 6 but they haven't been quite at the same level they were to start the year is that fair I think that's fair for sure. I think teams obviously have little ebbs and flows throughout the season. They've had to grind a little bit more to, to, to get their wins, but they have grinded out some points, as they often do. But, yeah, I think they took the league by surprise at the start of the year, but teams are now aware of how they're playing, and they're playing some pretty good teams. And I think this is the time of year you're seeing teams ratchet it up and just find their games. And I, I believe wins do become more difficult this time of year because teams are understanding they might be on the outside looking in, they have to climb the ladder, and there's teams that have been up there in a playoff spot for the season that are trying to maintain that. So this is the fun part of the year. It always is after Christmas time and after New Year's when you really get into it. Before the trade deadline, it's uh, it's always an intense type of uh, part of the year, and right now is no different. All right, Louis. Uh, I just talked about this with Rob McLean. You and me, uh, you were kind enough to take me for dinner. Uh, in Washington on Thursday, November the 23rd. That was the turning point. Uh, the Oilers had lost the night before to Carolina. We actually talked about it. I told you that I had a couple guys reach out to me in the third period of that game against Carolina. Bob, it's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. You can see it. Connor looks better. It's coming. Leon and Connor, they're, they're, it's coming. The team, Louie, played Washington to the next day. They've been 14 and 3 since. And if I recall, did Chris Knobloch not tell you and Jack? Uh, and Cam before the game against Washington. He had a good feel about where his team was at for this game. Yeah, he just, he felt he there was a long meeting. There was a meeting in the room, and we talked about the the attitude and the look of the players coming into that game versus Washington. And I agree with you, Bob. I think that was the turning point. That was the first of eight wins after beating Washington in a row for the for the team, and it really kind of catapulted them as to the type of game they need to play. But after a couple of tough losses and losses in which they could have won, losses in which they had the lead and they let the lead go, 
And I think it was just that you kind of got the feeling the team was just fed up with it. It was like, okay, enough's enough. We have to get going here. We have to find our game. And credit to them, they did. And I think Chris had a pretty good pulse on that. And that was when he started his eight-game segments as well. And I, and I think it was really important to kind of break it down into smaller pieces and smaller sample sizes just to allow a team that was expected to be in the playoffs that wasn't. So the frustration was there from that regard. But to just kind of focus on the task at hand in front of them. And I think you hear a lot of teams talk about you can only take care of one shift, one period, one game at a time. That's how you have to have the mentality. With all the outside noise, Bob, as you know, sometimes that's really difficult in, in looking right straight in front of you instead of saying what could have been, what has to happen, how many wins do we have to have. But breaking it up into segments, I think, just kind of compartmentalizes it and allows a team to go and just be methodical in their approach, which is never a bad thing. And uh, credit to Edmonton. They've really found their game. And it's not just Connor. I mean, Connor's playing great. I think other players have really stepped up and they're getting more depth and McLeod, Fogel um, elevation here with Dreisaitl. I thought last game, you know, for me, Leon was really on it. I know we picked the top line of stars as we did in Anaheim with the Dreisaitl line, Fogel and McLeod. Um, that top line was dynamic um, last game and just outstanding, but I thought Leon just started to do the things that make him so successful. About two weeks ago, you could see it starting to build for his game, the confidence coming back and that, that assertion and he was really, really good in that win a couple nights ago. I, I felt he was one of the best players on the ice. And um, back to his old self, you know, for the last month or so, you can really start to see him rolling. When he's going, I mean, it just gives him that one-two punch in the top six that is pretty hard to compete against. So uh, we both know he was dealing with uh, an upper body injury, uh, basically from about game five to game 20. So he's going good. I mean, it's interesting how it's worked with McLeod. I, I brought up the fact that when Leon got recalled from the minors and they had uh, Taylor Hall with them for a stretch there because McDavid went out with the injury against Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, that 15-16 season, Leon came back up and had 50-some points that year. He, he used Taylor Hall's speed. He put the puck up the left side, let Taylor transport the puck a little bit, uh, and, and really, you know, sort of emerged as... You know, a solid top six guy. Then the next season took the you know the big step forward. The first year at Rogers Place, just back to Ryan McLeod. Yeah. Are you surprised how well it's worked with McLeod and Fogel with Derusk or with uh, Jesus? Is that a, a slip of some sort? Uh, how how well it's worked uh, with Leon Dreisaitl with uh, McLeod and Fogel? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not because they were trending up to begin with, and I think when they're trending up like that, it was a good time for Knobloch to give it an opportunity in the third period versus New Jersey. And let's face it, the other players that had opportunities there just wasn't getting done. Um, you look at it, and obviously, when you have a McDavid and you have a Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins on the left side with McDavid, you're looking for the pairs and the, and the players you can put with respective centermen to kind of get the most out of the line. I think they get the most out of that line. I really do. And I think they're really excited to play with Leon. Uh, that's number one. They played together. They're very good friends, McLeod and Fogel. And i got to give them a lot of credit. It's tough going through the start of the year where you're not having the success, success you want individually, um, especially in a noisy city like Edmonton that we, we breathe every single moment of the Oilers' existence. And, you know, they found a way. They found a way to kind of turn their seasons around, be really productive, um, give a real good shot to dry side along that second line because sometimes he needs some help too you know listen we we fully expect connor and leon to kind of do it themselves because they're that terrific of players but when they're not feeling it and it's not going necessarily well for them they need guys to help them out of that too and i think they really did help in that regard i'll also go down even deeper the bottom six has been great i mean kane on the third line i like Derek ryan at center i think he's been a real nice pivot there and filled in there he's a smart player makes good plays has a defensive conscious but also an offensive upside that can find people um yeah mark gives you that grit and speed on the right-hand side. Kane scoring goals, too. Timely goals. So he hasn't been as productive lately, but he's scored a couple real big goals. He's always been a finisher, so you kind of have that threat on the third line, too, and, and I've liked the work ethic and grind of the fourth line with the players that have mixed in there. I mean, Hamlin's one of those guys that seems to be in the right spot at the right time. Coaches like him. Some grit. Coaches yeah, like you know, him. They like, you're, you're not afraid to put him on the ice, which is, which is really important with your bottom six, with anybody in the league, for that matter. But I also, I also think think that Connor Brown, and I, and I know that people will look at the contract and they'll look at his production and they'll say, what's going on? He hasn't scored a goal. But as of late, he started to do the little things that make him the player that he is. And I think he's starting to find some confidence. It's only a matter of time before he breaks out. I know people are going to say, well, it's been a long time. Listen, so this is a hard league to score goals in. It really is. And sometimes when you're gripping the stick like that, it just doesn't go in for you. But I've liked his play away from the puck. I've liked the plays that he's made. The game in Anaheim, he made four or five passes that could have easily resulted in goals. And that's just the player that was on top of it. And I think typically in any other year, he would have had a couple points in those situations. But you have to get over that hump. I think he's really close to getting over the hump. So you found the depth throughout your lineup, the combinations you like, and they're putting wins together. And as long as that happens and maintains itself, and not to forget Gagne, who got hurt in New Jersey and has missed some games, he will get back into the mix. But I, I think you, you look at it and you say, if those line combinations can continue to do what they're doing, the defense pairings are pretty much edged in stone right now. You've got a real nice um, team that is playing together and playing consistently together because they've got the same lineup. We're joined by Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel, providing service, diesel, genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Do you want to mention guests of the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. Louis, you've tried a Wagyu steak before from Japanese Village, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that place. I've loved that place ever since I moved to Edmonton. I know they've opened up different locations and they're in different spots, but uh, we're never disappointed when we go there. And uh, the steak sauce on the rice, that's the trick. you got to put some sauce on the rice when you eat it. You won't be disappointed. There we go. Uh, Lou Dog joining us right now with culinary tips. There you have it. All right, got to look. Like they're 14-3 and three in the last 17. John Tortorella and the Flyers were in town. I thought Philly played a pretty good game from a structure yeah. and process perspective. 
but Connor got him. That was a brilliant virtuoso performance, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. And you know, and, and, he, and I mean, we see it all the time. You know, it's incredible to me uh, what we've been able to witness throughout his career. And I was just looking at the numbers, you know, uh, 600 games, 900 points. I mean, he, but which puts him up in the elite of the elite. And, you know, he's done it so quickly. He's done it in, a, in an era when it's sport, supposed to be more difficult to put up points. So I think that even stands out even more for me. I mean, you just saw Tavares score his 1,000th point, and he's been in the league for a long time. And, and I think Connor's going to obviously get there relatively quickly. So um, here's the thing. I... Uh, we are blessed. We and you and I have talked about this. We are blessed to see some of the talent that has played for this team, especially Connor, Leon. I mean, Nugent Hopkins has been a mainstay for a long time. He's playing great hockey right now. But that performance by McDavid was uh, pretty impressive, and I agree with you. Uh, a Flyers team that was relentless. They never gave up. They continued to skate. They continued to forecheck. They were flying forwards up the ice, so you were constantly under pressure as, from the defenseman's perspective to have to be aware of that. I thought Stuart Skinner made some real nice saves, too, and we don't talk enough about his game right now with these wins you have to get the saves at the appropriate time in games and that's where Stuart Skinner for me right now as opposed to the start of the year he's making the saves timely saves throughout the game that allow his team to kind of weather some storms and find their offensive game themselves so all things are ticking right now for them and it's still a work in progress they still have lapses in games but this is a team right now that's shown that they can be resilient they can be patient in games and they can find a way to win we're joined by Louis DeBrusque. All right, Louis. Uh, Ron McLean was just on. He said one of his favorite songs of all time, Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Did you have a song that used to get you fired up on the ice back in the day? <laughs> oh, geez. You know what? Uh, is it Thunderstruck? The one by ACDC? ACDC. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like, so So just a story. Brad May used to play for the Niagara Ball Thunder along with uh, Denny Vial, Paul Laus, I mean, and a plethora of other tough guys under Mark LaForge, my rookie year. We'd go into Niagara Falls, and they had those dark uniforms with the black mouth guards, the black helmets, and the visors that were tinted. They'd bring them down. And back in that old building in Niagara Falls, the benches were across from each other. So you could stare at your opponent the whole game. And we were. We were looking across, and you were constantly looking down the bench going, okay, who am I going next year? But I always remember coming out in Niagara Falls, and they would play that song. They were the Niagara Falls Thunder, obviously, and that was the song they would play when they came out, but it really got me wound up because it was just such a small building where the fans were right on top of you, and uh, I obviously battled a lot of those guys over my junior career many times, and it helped me get to the NHL. That was one song, and then the other one was Welcome to the Jungle, and i got to give Jack props on that because it's a GNR song, but uh, I'm a big Metallica guy. I like Metallica, and he likes Guns N' Roses, rightfully so, but that uh, Welcome to the Jungle, when I was young with the Rangers, we would come out at Madison Square Garden to that song. I got to tell you, the hair in the back of my neck still stands up because it just got you fired up. There you go. Louie, great stuff. We'll let you get back to watch Jake play, okay? All right, bud. Take care. This is for you, Louie.
So, Kellen, back in the day, there used to be a club in town called the Thunderdome. I've heard of this place. And when this song came on, everyone went out on the floor. I and bet. they it. went nuts. It was on, man. It's hilarious that Louie likes that song from back in the day. It is 620 at Edmonton. We'll get to some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You know what? We're going to be super self-indulgent right here, right now in orders now. You tell me your favorite song. Just for fun. Just just have a little bit. Kellen's going to bring us back with his favorite song. You're listening to Oilers Now. We told you we were going to come back with Kellen Kennedy's favorite song. Bring it, Kellen. Who is this? This is White Stripes, the Seven Nation Army from Elephant in 2003. Now, what do they call that uh, when there's like stories about the band and stuff, conspiracy theories? Or I'm always confused. Were they married or were they brother and sister? Does anybody know? They were brother and sister, but it was like a, um, no, they as we call it in wrestling, a kayfabe brother and sister. They weren't really brother and sister. They were married. No, I, they I were, think so, yeah. They were married for like, the Whites were married for like four years. He took her name. Yeah. She's been retired. Meg White's been retired. I'm pretty sure that's, because they use this all during the World Cup, the one that was in Russia in 2016, when the two teams came on to the pitch. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Brennan, what do you think? You got a, a favorite song of all time here? I don't know. I really, I love the radio. I I don't even have a like music subscription. I am a satellite radio, AM radio, FM radio kind of guy. So I kind of let somebody else do the picking for me. If I had to pick a favorite genre, though, I I definitely like rock music. So I'm kind of almost embarrassed to say Kellen will probably get a kick out of this one. But I like Limp Bizkit and I like uh, I like uh, Roland. Air Raid Vehicle. Now, was, was Limp Biscuit the band that all hell broke loose yeah. uh, at uh, Woodstock 99? I right. just watched that set on YouTube a, a couple of days ago, and yeah, it was a <laughs> bit yeah. of a mess for sure. What was his name? Fred, Fred Durst. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Bob, I got to go with Classic Country, uh, Country Road, uh, Take Me Home by John Denver. Uh, and if I'm looking for a warm-up song, Collective Soul. It, it is, I will say this, Rogers Place has a top three sound system in the night, and it should. It's a new building. Vegas is really good. Detroit is really good. Uh, they belt it out. Detroit plays a lot of classic rock. Vegas has a much more, uh, it's funny, because you think of Motown in Detroit. Uh, Vegas is a little bit... Uh, LA is super cutting edge stuff. Like when you're when you're down there, uh, the Ducks are a little bit. Whereas Anaheim's a lot more old school. So it's it's pretty cool. So yeah, I, it, John Denver. I mean, who doesn't like John Denver? Everybody likes John Denver. Uh, Bob, what was the goal? Uh, what was okay? Was there whatever happened? The goal song of the year followed La Bamba. I don't have a favorite song. I have a favorite team. And what, is, what else is there after that? That's a valid point by you. What else is there after that? Well, there's a team that's 14-3. The genesis of this conversation was Ron McClain coming on the air. Who knew that Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty was his favorite song? And then Louis uh, brought us a little ACDC, Thunderstruck. There you have it. we got some stuff to get to, too. I should tell you, with 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to $16,000 off and a new F-150 in the new year. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of the vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, reach out to our team at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. You can ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Bill in sales or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Uh, we 
Are we gonna, so we got the farm report coming on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, we've also got our text of the week draw that we need to remind you of. That's where winners receive three months of washes at my favorite car wash. That's the Great White Car Wash, 104, 169th Street, out near West Edmonds Mall. Stay tuned for the weekly winner. Uh, we'll be announcing that every Friday here on Oilers Now. There we go. Bob, the owners also have a brass band that sucks the life out of the building when they play. Cheers from Paul. Well, it's, you know. Uh, what's this he's saying? Okay, here we go. Bob, you probably never heard of any of the songs I listened to, but thinking of the great entrance song, I was at Rexall Place for DeWitt versus Lacusta. And the uh, opening fight on the undercard was Scotty Olson, and he came out with bad to the bone. Scotty had the towel over his head, and he was bopping all over the place, and it was b b b bad. There you go. Uh, there was a famous uh, Stephen, uh, what's his name, Stephen King uh, novel that got turned into a movie, and bad to the bone was one of the opening song was in that movie, Christine. The movie Christine they opened up with. Who do we got doing the global news weather? Tra- you probably told me and I forgot, but we have a global... Thomas Dias. Thomas Dias is up next with a global news weather traffic update. When we come back, I don't know if Colin Chalk is bad to the bone, but his team's undefeated in seven regulation games. He'll join us when we return on Oilers now.